You're listening to Weekend Edition on Michigan Radio. Many of us were taught the rule that we shouldn't end a sentence with a preposition. And honestly, this is a rule we should be asking questions about. That's what they say. Good morning. I'm Rebecca Kruth, and here with us now is University of Michigan English professor Anne Curzan. Good morning, Anne. Hello. Anne, I totally see what you did there. You ended a sentence with a preposition. You said this is something we should be asking questions about. Oh, you caught me. (laughs) And did that sound okay to you? Yes, it did. Because if you said it the other way, this is something about which we should be asking questions. It sounds really strange. Yes, and super formal. Let's make sure that everybody's clear on what we mean by ending a sentence with a preposition. As you noted, I did in the opening. Here's another example. Let's imagine a parent dealing with a child who has a sheet of stickers and the parent says, what did you put the sticker on? The on is the preposition. The object of the preposition is what. The what got brought up to the beginning of the question. What did you put the sticker on? Now, the question is, should the on move with the what? So that you get, on what did you put the sticker? I'm trying to picture the kid's face when the parent (laughs) says that. (laughs) And I'm going to share one of my favorite descriptions in linguistics of that phenomenon of the on following the what up to the beginning of the sentence. It's called Pied piping, where the on follows that what, like the Pied Piper, up to the beginning of the sentence or the clause. This happens with interrogative pronouns like what or relative pronouns. Now let's talk about where this rule comes from. I learned this rule in school. Don't ever end a sentence with a preposition. It goes back to John Dryden, 1672, who criticized the writing of Ben Johnson for stranding prepositions. And Dryden then went on to avoid it in all of his writing. He went back to his earlier work and revised it. Now, Ben Johnson had actually written a grammar in 1640, had noted that English sometimes strands prepositions at the end of sentences. He had no concerns about it. In 1761, a hundred years later, Joseph Priestley wrote this very well-known grammar. He also noted that English can strand prepositions at the end of sentences and said, sometimes that is more elegant. So what happened? What happened is first, in 1762, Bishop Loth wrote a grammar book. And in this book, he also said, English often ends sentences with prepositions. And get this, Rebecca, he wrote, this is an idiom which our language is strongly inclined to. Oh, I see what he did there. (laughs) But he then went on to say that fronting the preposition is more graceful, a more elevated style. And that's where we start to get the rule. That gets picked up in 1795 by Lindley Murray in his best-selling grammar, and he copies Loth, but get this, he revises Loth to say, this is an idiom to which our language is inclined. (laughs) I don't know if he didn't get the joke or he didn't like the joke, but he got rid of the joke. And from there, this became a hard and fast rule, despite the fact that there are some style guides like Strunk and White's Elements of Style that say there should be more flexibility here. Sometimes it sounds better to end the sentence with a preposition. Now, as long as we're here, Rebecca, let's address a story out there that Winston Churchill once said, that is a silly rule up with which I will not put. It turns out that Winston Churchill did not say that. Someone did say it, but it wasn't Winston Churchill. 
Ben Zimmer, who writes for the Wall Street Journal, did some digging on this. And we have a quote from 1942 in the Strand Magazine, which is quoting something from the Wall Street Journal. And here's the quote. When a memorandum passed round a certain government department, one young pedant scribbled a postscript drawing attention to the fact that the sentence ended with a preposition, which caused the original writer to circulate another memorandum complaining that the anonymous postscript was, quote, offensive impertinence up with which I will not put. And then over the years that got attributed to Winston Churchill. Now, what makes that so funny is that the with in put up with is actually not a preposition. It's part of the verb. Put up with is a phrasal verb. So to say up with which I will not put just doesn't work in English grammar. Well, Anne, I think it's safe to say that you've given us a lot about which to think. Thank you so much. Thanks, Rebecca. Anne Curzan is a professor of English at the University of Michigan. We look at the evolution of language every Sunday morning here on Weekend Edition. If you can't always catch us on Sunday, you can subscribe on iTunes. Just search for That's What They Say. And if you have a question about our ever-changing language, email us at language at michiganradio.org. 